I was going to say a lot of guys have a uh, kind of realization when they have a daughter, maybe of like things they've done in the past with women that they suddenly have this fear of like, oh God, she's going to have to deal with men. What are some things you think you are going to like kind of tell your daughter about, I guess, like the world of dating? Um, I mean, we weren't like, we were hoping she was gay. We just were because, you know, I was in a fraternity. I hung out with dudes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your host, Eric Aspera. And we have a great episode for you guys this week. I talked to my buddy, John Fish, very funny comedian, great guy. Uh, And we talk about his essentially unplanned pregnancy uh, with his now fiance. And we get into all of it. How it happened. I mean, I guess we technically know how it happened. Uh, But you know what I mean. And uh, very excited John came on. We talked all about his situation, uh, navigating being a new father, and then rounded it out with uh, some online dating tips and tricks that he implemented that actually found him his now fiance. So I had a great time talking to John. I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. And uh, before we get to the episode, uh, I would just like to plug uh, the Patreon. If you have not joined the Patreon by now, I don't know what you're doing. Okay. This week, Eggs Benedict uh, shot a shot and I talk about it on the Patreon so if you want to hear about that, uh, join us at patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. It was so so enticing that Eggs Benedict himself decided to join. So I'll have an update on that next week. And if you want to stay tuned for a little preview of the Patreon, uh, I played at the end of the episode. So you can stay tuned for that if you're still debating joining. But uh, truly, that's where everything's going on. All right. The man himself, Eggs Benedict, could not help himself and joined the Patreon gang. So if you want to join and listen to that episode, you get to keep that in mind that he heard everything I fucking said. So patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. We're having a ball. We're having a dandy time. And without further ado, we got to get to our guest. Enjoy. This guy, you might have seen him on the late show with Stephen Colbert or watched his new special Hinged. Or heard that he is a new dad. Everybody, please put your hands together for the very funny John Fish. Woo-hoo! Welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you. So excited to be on. <laughs> so excited to have you. Uh, you have had an interesting situation the past couple of years. I'll yes. leave it at that. Is that fair to say? That is fair to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right before uh, the summer before the pandemic, uh, fell in love with a lady from Hinge. Hell yeah. And uh, we uh, we got real pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> we got real pregnant, and uh, she. Uh, well, what happened was we. She likes this story. Is that she had? We were visiting my family in Boston the weekend before Thanksgiving because we were going to do Thanksgiving with her people in fair. Uh, Connecticut. Nice and fair. Yeah. And my uh, younger niece had a birthday birthday party. So we were going to that and celebrating blah, blah, blah. And then she had to get back for a work thing on Monday. So I was still in Boston. She had just taken a train back home and had to go meet her boss or go to the gym. And was just like, you know what? I haven't. Let me just take a quick test here at your parents' house. (laughs) No, no. She had trained home oh, to okay. New York before ahead of me because she had a work meeting. Okay. And uh, so she had to, uh, so she did that real quick and then positivo. Did she tell you yeah. immediately or she wait for you to get back? No, she texted me. She called me immediately and I was like with my mom. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was because I was going to say if you found out with your parents, did you tell yes. them or did yeah, you? Yeah, I had to because it was so <gasps> like a drastic conversation we were having like a, just a and um but she was like what do you want to do what, what are we going to do i was like because we had already talked about mm. this and i so i think i said something like we'll just do it backwards we wanted to do this we'll just do it backwards 
Yeah. yeah. Like we'll we'll have the baby first and then we'll get married. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not to throw any shade on age, but age is a real thing yeah. that for women, you are like, okay, well, I feel like if I don't take this one, what if I can't have another one later? Sure. Like, and that is, was something yeah. that I do talk about in my act is that she told me she was going to freeze her egg. She was at that age. She was um, not a geriatric pregnancy when we started, mm -hmm. but by the time we had the baby, she was. So she turned geriatric during the pregnancy. I just hate that they call it geriatric. <laughs> it's it's so like, crazy. can we think oh. of a better word? <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, like <laughs> my grandma and my pregnant body are just the yeah. same. That's great. Because isn't like they say like all of this stuff it's so much mind work mm -hmm. you know yeah, that truly. is it just like immediately puts you in like the negative column yeah. for your for your uh you know where your brain's going you know it's oh, like 100%. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah well i was gonna say when you told your parents yeah were they immediately just excited it's like you know you're the son that didn't have kids yet again with age no shade but kind of I, I my parents would look at me at that age and go we didn't think this was ever going to happen i feel like well, that's the one time they'd be like we don't care if it's before the wedding like let's do it let's be grandparents again you know first of all with my age i love shade so i like when you keep <laughs> saying that um <laughs> i love sunscreen and shade um i they were not uh my mom was a little um taken back to say the least yeah and uh my dad was like immediately on board and my brother and his wife were immediately on board and um my mom was just a little i don't know if it was old school or just not sure what it was but yeah not only did she come around to it like we knew she would she is just in love with Tallulah. oh of course like in love like gets mad if i don't facetime her on the way to drop her off at daycare in the morning now to get her morning Aww, hello yeah that's so sweet yeah but i think you know probably a big part of it too is just i know you and uh your now fiance uh were not together super long that i right. feel like it's not really the baby part it's more the okay are you sure this is just the person you want to be with and maybe don't feel forced to marry this person if it turns out you're not compatible but we still would love having a grandchild. Like there's just so many different factors sure. that I know my mom would be like, this doesn't mean you have to rush. Like we're very happy to have a grandkid, yeah. but right. if, if you <laughs> are sitting there going, but I don't think I should marry this guy. Like we'll figure it out. Like life happens, you know? Yeah. Or she would be yeah. like, God has a plan, you know? Classic <laughs> Angela Sphere line. She's always like, God, God, and... God will figure it out. You know? <laughs> uh, I'm going to backtrack a little bit of, I remember a conversation okay. we had once that I found very, very interesting that if you're not okay talking about this, totally fine. But I know you are someone that is a big, uh, big advocate for therapy, have gone to therapy, one of the few men that have really gone to therapy and worked on themselves. <laughs> all right. A good man, a good man I'm talking to here. Uh, but I remember an interesting conversation we had about like being ready to settle down and get serious with people. And I remember you saying to me, one of the things you realized in therapy was coming to terms with like, okay, can I really have the life that I want, uh, but not making the certain amount of money that I would hope to be making. And I think a big part of that comes in when you think about kids. I've, I've had that thought personally. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it was, that was definitely something that was there. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how there it was holding me back. Yeah. Until I was, you know, because I did a lot of therapy for just OCD mm -hmm. and I had OCD in regards to relationships and I did the work with that. But just from a non-OCD standpoint, I was being, I was holding myself back because I didn't feel worthy because yeah. I didn't make a lot of money. I, th um, I think most men feel this way. Yeah. And, and I felt hard. this way, but I mm -hmm. know men have that extra pressure. Of it's yeah. just more ingrained in you of just the fact that you got to pay for the first date. Sure. It was, um, it was therapy that helped me get through that, but it is like an issue even now, especially, you know, with the pandemic really slowed comedy down. Mm -hmm. Um, like a, a few times, you know, like I, I felt like we were rocking back. Like I, I couldn't have been busier in like 
uh, November and December. And I was like, Ooh, and then the Omicron variant variant, uh, just wiped things for me. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, it's, it's an, it, it was an issue. It is an issue, but it's not, um, I was able to work with a therapist to like, kind of, you know, make that not the only thing that I was bringing to the table. Yeah. And I think for a lot of men, it's like partly you of just like, what, what am I bringing in? But there's also this idea of like, I've heard so many guys be like, nah, man, if my wife made like crazy money, I'd be so cool being a stay at home dad. Like I would love it. (laughs) It'd it'd be the shit. And like every guy that says that though, I'm like, I, you have to have a certain personality to do it, both men and women. Cause I'm, I'm the personality. I'm like, I don't think I could do it full time. I'd be like, at least let me have a part-time job and we'll have someone else watch the kid a couple days. Like give me a little, like something to get me out of the house, talking to adults. Uh, yeah. That it's just, I think it is harder for men as as like cool as it sounds of like, no matter what, there just often is this pressure from your family, their family, even friends, just like that look that that's like one of the only benefits women get of like, if I said like, well, you know, my husband makes enough money and I stay home with the kids. They'd be like, that's wonderful. That's great. Yeah. You get to enjoy those years, you know, no yeah. one's like, but like, are you still, you know, on the lookout, like bringing yeah. in something? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Where this there's totally that pressure for us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. No. And I could, I could be, um, I, there's never enough time with the baby. I love that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. 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 It completely changes your world, you know? Yeah. The only thing I need is sleep. Uh, <laughs> I, I have an, uh, uh, I need an unhealthy amount of sleep, I think. But I mean, <laughs> they just say you sleep when the baby sleeps, you know? That's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that easy (laughs) i love it uh so you have a daughter uh tallulah am i saying that Mm -hmm. correctly tallulah yeah beautiful name uh you're a great guy that i don't think you you. felt this oh yeah Uh, wonderful man i only have good men on this podcast okay like that's okay we're not giving our opinions to people that are men that i don't trust okay (laughs) (laughs) like why would i why would i succumb people to that but um I was going to say a lot of guys have a uh, kind of realization when they have a daughter, maybe of like things they've done in the past with women that they suddenly have this fear of like, oh, God, she's going to have to deal with men. What are some things you think you are going to like kind of tell your daughter about, I guess, like the world of dating? Um, I mean, we weren't like we were hoping she was gay. <laughs> We just were because, <laughs> you know, I was in a fraternity. I hung out with dudes. My wife, yeah. well, I do refer to Lee as my wife, um, even though we're not technically married yet. Yeah. Um, Whatever. But Same even thing. though it, she's dealt with dudes, we were really hoping, but it's uh, it's pretty clear. <laughs> already? <laughs> so clear already. Yeah. But um, what will I say? Like, I let know. me break it down I mean, like this. Let's say, um, yeah. let's say high school, she's going to her first dance. She's got a date to the dance. Do you feel like you're going to say anything specifically? Or are you like, uh, are, are you going to say something to the I, date? Like, who do you talk to? You know, I would hope the groundwork will, will be laid so that it's not a game time conversation. Mm. You know, yeah. like I, th- I would hope that like, sh- yeah, she'll, you know, I, I, I joke around because I am older that uh, like I'll be dead before I have to deal with that stuff. <laughs> but um, my because I watch my brother, who's like a, just a bigger version of me. So he he can be very intimidating looking, you know, and he just like, hello um, <laughs> to the guy. But um, yeah, you're like offering him tea or like, come sit down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. I guess I'm just hoping that. Yeah, I'm hoping that like between just you know, the times are getting better and better. And also just like, as we will raise her, mm-hmm. that she will be able to kind of have the wherewithal at that time, be an empowered woman at that time. But do you feel like you specifically, will it all talk to her about like, so let's say specifically like sex, or do you feel like it's going to be like, or my wife can do those details. I probably, or I mean, if she, asks me i i'm yeah. sure i will yeah but i don't know like what what is the what is the protocol i don't know uh i i mean 
it i think like it kind of also depends how you grew up yeah often i see there's like a switch in generations of Mm -hmm. my mother was not really told anything and it was just very like no don't have sex don't like her one grandmother would be like and don't even let a boy touch your boobs like it was very just no 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 and then the minute she got married her grandmother was like never say no to your husband and my mom was like excuse me and it was like yeah just you know if you don't then he might go get it somewhere else and it was like right what a twist of like (laughs) excuse me like every day after school you'd be like and and know this know this you could kiss boys that's it yeah and then it was this flip and it's like we tell that story in our family like this hilarious story right about my great grandmother of just like ah crazy grandma grace you know uh but i just was like well that that'll mess with you like yeah none of us go unscarred but that'll mess you a bit of just like what but then my mom was super like no one really told me anything. I went to Catholic school. They also didn't tell us anything. So she was very like, got the books and very like, I want to just make sure you know what's correct yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And then for me specifically, and I believe my brother and sister, she was like, just, you're too young in high school was all she said. She was like, that's going to happen eventually. That she was pretty cool about it. But she just was like, yeah. I saw my friends who were having sex in high school and you get attached and. It can emotionally yeah. be a lot that she was very just like, can you just make it through high school? Like, right. just, you know, almost like a bartering <laughs> chip of like, if we could get through high school, yeah, not doing this, that'd be, I feel like a win of a parent, right. you know, situation. I guess. Yeah. And I, I mean, with most of the big parenting things, I do defer to mm-hmm. Lee. Um, and I think I would follow her lead. Yeah. On whatever it is. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I would say, you know, just from um, how she came into this world, <laughs> she will be finding out a little, you know what I mean? I mean, it, there's yeah. a possibility that she's going to have a memory of her parents' wedding. So yeah. she's going to have some questions, right? <laughs> True. Or, I mean, yeah. sometimes that's better of there's like this honesty to it of I have sure. a good friend who her mom had her young and they were always very communicative about all that stuff because it kind of was just like, well, I can't pretend I was perfect and I followed whatever rules I hope you follow. Uh, right. That it kind of was like, yeah, yeah, clearly I'm not perfect. I'm human. You know, like with my mom, it was tough because she had only been with my dad. Yeah. And so when I did start having sex, I was like, well, I'm not talking to her about any right. of this. Like, <laughs> like she doesn't get it, you know? Uh, yeah. Which she always felt bad of like, you know, every parent tries to be caring and understanding of like mm-hmm. you know the classic line of like i don't ever want you to feel like you can't talk to me about something but it's like realistically though yeah there is stuff that's weird and yeah. i don't really want to bring it up you know yeah i definitely probably am yeah come from not talking about it with my parents but past the basics of yeah. whatever it was and and the books and stuff i think i learned like the real intricacies of things just from you know, friends and <laughs> older <experience>. brothers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really where you learn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say your dad's, a, isn't your dad a doctor? So I, I He's an optometrist. Was, okay. All right. But still yeah. more technical. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. My dad, uh, there were only two things that really stick out in my mind that he told me. And one was when I was older, but I remember being younger and he was very like, listen, what guys you give an inch, they take a foot. And uh-huh. it kind of was this, like, was a little bit of a threat that kind of was like, indirectly being like okay if you make out with a guy he might say he also touched your boob like yeah and he was true if he would say like yeah anything you do like everybody's gonna know and i remember hearing stuff about other people in my grade that i was not friends with whether it was true or not and i just then outsourced all my hooking up to other schools okay (laughs) i was just like found a loophole it's like they could talk about me at that high school no one knows me over there (laughs) as long as i keep it out of made them well (laughs) no one's gonna know that's smart um yeah that and then and what's funny is the second thing my dad doesn't even remember and i remember telling him about this like later like in adulthood of he was my our coach and we were like lacing up shoes and everyone talking and someone talked about a teacher that was creepy and then some other guy was like oh god yeah he just gives me the creeps my dad just like pops up out of nowhere and just goes, don't be around that guy. And we were all like, okay. And he was like, no, no, no. He goes, you don't need a reason. If you just feel uncomfortable and something makes you uncomfortable, he goes, just get out of there. He's like, you don't need a reason. Yeah. You don't have to justify it. Just I'm not comfortable and leave. 
And I remember that weirdly stuck with me of I had like one situation I got in that I was I was actually on a recruiting visit and I got like left in a room with someone and I just was like, this is I don't know where I am. I don't know this dude. And I just had this pit in my stomach that was like, get out of the room. Like and I just heard my dad's voice being like, you don't need a reason. Go just get out of there. Your dad talked to Tallulah. (laughs) Sounds great. But it's funny because he's very uncomfortable with those conversations. And it's sure. like he he at that time just was he, you know, almost thought more of like kidnapping stranger danger. Like, I don't think he was thinking sexually to a bunch of, you know, high right. school girls. Right. But it's weird that that was the thing that just like stuck with me. That it's yeah. just like, oh, yeah. I don't need a reason. And surprisingly, it's like, yeah, it's often not what a lot of women hear. Uh, what would you say, I guess, has been uh, other than the sleep? What would you say has been the most challenging part of just having a kid and raising a daughter? I mean, New York really wasn't set up <laughs> for to be for it to be easy, you know. And so, along with us getting kind of just jammed into this, you know, scenario, you know, at least if you're in the suburbs or something, um, it's like, all right, well, let's move into my place or let's like, we had to like leave our lives and create this new one. Mm-hmm. And timing really couldn't have been worse with the pandemic. We literally signed a two year lease in February before oh man, the, it hit the fan. So you didn't even so get the deal. We, were, we didn't get the deal. We were locked into a place that would have been great had the city not shut down, right. but my wife's company dissolved and she didn't have to go into the city anymore. Comedy was down for like eight to eight months to a year. So I wasn't really going into the city. So we were in this really small, but great apartment, but just small without a real neighborhood. Mm. And, uh, it just, it was, we were on top of each other. So that was really tough. And people had always told us, don't make any important life relationship decisions in the first year. <laughs> and uh, yeah. you didn't really have a choice there. We didn't have a choice, but we oh, in the first year of having a kid. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And I think so. I think the biggest thing that was that helped us because, um, you know, it all put a strain on the relationship was. Um, when we finally got to a point where we knew that uh, arguments or disagreements were not going to lead to a breakup true. where we both were verbalized that we were in this relationship and we will figure it out no matter what happens with these disagreements or challenges that we were both committed to the relationship. Um, Because that, that was the scariest thing for me was having these arguments and hearing like that, you know, we, we might not stay a, a family, mm. you know? So once we had that, I was better able to be in an argument or be in a disagreement and not worry about that. So I could stay focused on what was actually happening. Mm-hmm. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, funny. Oh, okay. Actually, our episode last week, we actually talked about, it was this uh, list of like 11 signs. He's uh, serious about you or they are serious okay. about you. could be ungendered. Uh, and one of them was with fighting, there's no ultimatums. Uh-huh. And it's, it's hitting that stage of we are committed. And like this fight, you no longer have the anxiety of like, Oh, Oh, if we can't agree is the relationship over. Yeah. You know, which is hard to shake at any point when you just can't come to some kind of compromise or decision together is frustrating. (laughs) Yeah. We've all been there. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Those first couple of fights. Woo, baby. Yeah. Because along with and then along with the the, um, just the city for starting a family was the no help. Also, neither we, we had no family close enough to just be like, can you come over for an hour? Mm-hmm. And because of the pandemic, like we had one babysitter we trusted. Yeah, we found like a friend's sister that was our person. And, you know, we had limited amount of help yeah. because, uh, options for help. So that was stressful because it was, you know, at times you're just like, it's it felt like shifts. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Or then when you're in a small space, you're like, yeah. well, my shifts never feels like it's over because I'm yeah. 
right exactly. behind this wall and I can hear the crying too, even though yeah. I don't have to soothe, you know. Right. Um, so there was that and just the pressure of us, um, you know, people, you know, we would hear the suggestions of like making sure you you remain not just parents, also be the couple. Yeah. And we would have weeks go by without a date night, you mm-hmm. know, and that's even now it's a, it's a, it's, you know, sometimes, you know, one of us gets sick or somebody does, you know, someone has to work extra and, you know, all that stuff is uh cliche, but important. Oh, for sure. And, uh, yeah. you're not the only person that has mentioned that, uh, on this pod, our good friend matchmaker Maria, uh, was talking to me the other day and she was like, Oh, I cried the other day. Because I was, as she was going to like a comedy show, actually of all things, with her husband, <laughs> and she, and her sister was in town that could watch. Uh, her mom is also sick, yeah. and her kids, yeah. and she was like, I cried because I didn't realize that my husband and I had not had a night together in like six or seven months, like something crazy of like night together yeah. with literally no children, no mom around, like in the other room, yeah. just where we could have yeah. relax and really have fun. And I was like, Yeah, that's heartbreaking. Like. I'm I'm in the early stages of dating with people and I'm bummed like when it's like I can't see them this week, you know, right. and I'm just like, wow, that's yeah, marriage is coming. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot harder <laughs> than just like mm, I haven't texted yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever yeah. it is. And it's just, yeah, it's like not there's that, and then it's like to get your alone time is the other person, you're making the other person quote unquote work. Yeah. Extra. Mm. So you feel guilty sometimes having alone time, you know? Oh, for sure. We luckily have her at daycare now. It's great, you know, and it's like we, we can become person a person more, but it's still tough with my schedule because the weekends come and my wife is like, oh, it's the weekend. And I'm like, this is actually when I work more. And it's like, that's yeah. another stressor you know Mm. we don't but that's always a thing with comedians you know that thing of like you have a wedding how close is this like do i (laughs) not do a show how close are you to this person you know what i mean or you're like Um, if i do the show i'll also get you a better gift because i didn't have to i made money and i didn't have to spend money to go (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i didn't have to get a hotel or whatnot um like like other things though that yeah like in that under that umbrella like i even before i was doing comedy i've always worked christmas i'm jewish i worked hospitals at hospitals before i was doing comedy everyone else wanted to celebrate christmas i was like yeah whatever so i've always done that and now christmas is a thing for me Mm -hmm. so well um, not only christmas but we would often work thanksgiving new year's valentine's yeah they're oh, the yeah. big nights and you often get paid yep. double or you get a, just a higher paid yeah. one nighter yeah. as you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cause it's a big night that people go out. So everywhere's packed right. Yeah, and it's that game. And then when we were our, when we were not with a baby, she could come with me. That's a good but girlfriend. Like, she didn't mind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like when you have to be like, this is how much I'm getting paid. And they're like, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I remember you that. Can work, that's babe. What, this year for, for Christmas Eve, I was like, what's the number? that I go do the show and yeah. meet you at your sister's. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, what's the number that no one's mad? Yeah. Basically. <laughs> okay, let's do some fun little relationship questions. All right. Okay. Uh, when people break up and the guy often comes back, suddenly is like talking to the woman again, what do you think the reason for that is? Ooh. And have you ever done this? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, I think it, sometimes it can be as uh, innocuous or genuine even. Uh, it doesn't have to be some seedy thing that you're thinking like, but what would be the... Re- uh, wait, let's say that question again. Okay, so uh, let's say you have a breakup. Yeah. Uh, we'll say heterosexual relationship for the, for yeah. the scenario. Uh, and then the man suddenly, let's say month later is messaging the woman again, pops up again, pops up in the DMs. Yeah. What do you think is the number one reason guys come back and do that? Do you think like they want to get back together? Is it ego of like, ooh, could I still have this person? Is it yeah, hopefully relationship they, regret? What, is, what do you think usually they, is? Yeah, they miss the person. 
they missed the person and they like figured out whatever was going on that made it so that they couldn't do it last month. Oh, so you think it is an attempt to like try again? Yeah. Why wouldn't why wouldn't you? Well, what if that's why messaging, but there's no like, oh, we should get a coffee sometime. It's just talking. Oh, well, yeah. Then that could be the uh, guilt thing. Mm. Like if they broke up with the person and they're like, well, let's just see if they don't think I'm a an asshole, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'd like agree. And on good terms. Or they just, it depends how good the sex was. <laughs> yeah. Also that. Maybe they're trying to keep that open. I, I feel like that's more the reason is the yeah. sex or it's this just, could I have them? They still like me? Yeah. Like right. whether it's also the guilt of, okay, they don't hate me. Oh, they talked to me. We had a nice combo. Yeah. Like, yeah. okay, cool. They don't hate me. Like, and it eases your guilt. Yes. Okay. What would you say is your biggest pet peeve about dating women? I think, and then the general one for me was, I remember this like kind of irking me quite a few times where I wasn't drinking. Mm. Um, like I don't, I just stopped really drinking that much, you know, and um, definitely not before a show. And that's a lot of times when I would have a first or second date was with somebody before a show, mm -hmm. usually a first. And they, and if they said something about like, I, I remember, I can, I, I remember two and popping right into my head where they said something. I remember one woman was like, after a, a, a first date, she said like only only two problems with last night. One, it was too short. Number two, I had to drink alone. Oh, damn. Because okay. I, had, I had a show, but it yeah. was like, yeah, but that's a weird thing to say. You it's know? also her own insecurity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm she was just trying to be like, next time I'd like to have a drink with you, which mm. is, yeah, but it, yeah, it was just. And then I remember another time having someone sort of bully me into having a glass of wine where I was like, what am I doing? Yeah. I was, <laughs> I'm a grown man. I don't know? need this. Yeah. 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 And I was like, oh, okay. Which is <laughs> so funny of if genders were reversed, yes, everyone would be right? like, that is so fucked up. Like right? he pressured you into drinking. He's just trying to sleep with you. Like you're yeah. just this, being this nice guy. Like, yeah, I have to like go talk on stage. And I need to be alert. Yeah. And like my best self, like I do have to work, you know? Yeah. Ooh, and yeah. that would be the other thing I remember having I guess that, that reminds me of like as a comedian when you're dating, when people are like, what about Friday night? And you're like, that's when I'm working. It's like, just can't you take it off? It'd be like, well, that'd be like if I was like, hey, can you want to get some breakfast on Thursday? Well, I have to go to work at nine. We'll just take it off. Yeah. Just you know? take off the whole day for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah, that was uh, I remember that being just not understanding our world but also writing it off. I remember one time this woman, we were trying to get like a, maybe a second or a third date planned. And she's like, well, what do you do during the day? And I was like, well, that's when I do like the business stuff and I write and she was, um, and she was like, okay, so you're free during the day. And I was like, Whoa. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Shots fired. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're like maybe for an hour, but all right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, I guess those were my, my big three. Okay. That's fair though. I said that's very fair. What does it mean when a guy says uh, he's not looking for a relationship right now? It depends. I mean, I mean that that I would probably put that under under the uh, nice ways to break up or not commit because yeah, because yeah, if you aren't, then you're not. Yeah, I think for men, it's it only happens when they are like, okay, yeah, I would like a girlfriend. They don't yeah. do the like if you when the right girl comes, I'm in. That's the way women do it. I feel like. Yeah, I guess I just think like, I mean, I've had women say that to me. Like, I, I, I would get the point. Like, however you want to say it, you're not ghosting. You know. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you right. for that. Yeah. You like, know? I can't be mad two months from now that I'm still not your boyfriend. It's like because yeah. I told you, I told you day yeah. one. Yeah. Um. But, oh, so a guy would say, "I'm not looking for a relationship," and still want to hang out is what you're saying. Yeah, essentially, that's usually when it happens. It's, okay. it's like usually very early, first couple dates, hangouts. Yeah. It's like, just so you know, I just, you know, whatever the reason, I got a lot going on at work. I just really, I, yeah. just, I just can't be in a relationship right now. Oh, I thought it was more like that's what they're saying when they're like, 
goodbye I'm trying to blow you <laughs> off yeah <laughs> no a lot of guys yeah. will say that like first date they're just like yeah you know i just oh, not okay. looking for a relationship right now that's actually what like one of the things that got me into a, a the the relationship was i started being more direct mm-hmm. online with what people wanted to make sure that i wasn't wasting a date a week a year yeah you know I was going to say, when you got at that point, would you not be turned off if you saw on a woman's profile, like if they filled out, like I'm looking for, and they were like a relationship, I'd like to settle down. I'd like to have kids. I'd like to get married. Like, would any of that still kind of scare you a little or no? Cause that's what I was looking for. Mm, okay. You know, and I would ask, I remember asking, I remember asking Lee and she was like, Whoa, getting right to it. Huh? And I was like, yeah, I just, you know, time <laughs> don't need to you know, mess around much. And if doesn't, you don't want to, if that scares the other person, then they're not ready for a relationship or the relationship that I want to have. Well, that's the thing is I feel like every time as women, if we say that you have to clarify, like, I don't know if that's you yet. Like right. we need to meet and date for a minute before I'm like, yep, this is my relationship. Cause a lot of guys yeah. just hear like, she wants a relationship with me yes. right now. And you always sure. have to add the line of just like, yeah, my ideal outcome is I go on dates, I find someone that I like just dating them, and and we explore it exclusively. Like, you have to be like, baby steps. Like, yeah. usually the marriage word, people are like, whoa, because yeah, they just yeah, feel like, yeah. oh, the next guy that comes in, you're just going to wrap this up. That clock is yeah. ticking, you know? <laughs> yeah. But like, and I would always say, like, you know, if you're, that's what you're doing online, yeah, why wouldn't you just say what you want? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't necessarily like, you know, if I met someone organically and they didn't want to ha- have those things, but I was into them, then that's fine. But like, if you're literally like signing up for stuff, why not sign up for what you think is your ideal relationship? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's funny though, of like, and I don't know, again, if this is maybe an age difference of me just being 30 and dating. So many guys do say on the app, when you match, they'll go, so what are you looking for? Yeah. But nine times out of 10, they're you only asking because they go, I just want you to know I'm only looking for something casual. Yeah. Which I'm kind of like, just say that. Why are you putting it right. on me first? Right, 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 like, right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like just, and I've had the point when they yeah. ask that, I go, let me guess. You're yeah. looking for something casual. And they're like, how did you know? I'm like, I've been on the app for a while. Like, I've been here for a minute. I know what that means. You know, I was gonna say once or twice I did. Uh, I did jokingly just immediately go, honestly, I'm just looking to have sex with as many people as I can. Yeah. And I've had guys think I was serious and just yeah. go, oh, really? Great. You want to get a drink? I'm like, that's <laughs> like, but I literally go, does this work? Like, I just don't understand if that truly works. Of yeah. like. Did you think that was going to be my answer? I don't, you know? <laughs> uh, but I also remember, and one of the reasons why I liked Hinge was that you could portray a little bit more than you could on your profile than Bumble or Tinder or whatever, because you could present yourself how you wanted to be. And, you know, I had pictures with my nieces and I had, you know, I'm sure whatever I was saying was more geared towards what I wanted. Oh, pictures with nieces, like little babies, thousand percent. I see a guy holding a baby. I'm like, that's my guy. That's like, I was not afraid of a baby. Okay. All right. Seems pretty cool. You know, uh, how, how long would you say it usually takes a man to know when he wants to commit, commit to someone on girlfriend level? I was always super off about that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, like did it vary each person are you saying yeah yeah oh really and just and just um you know and then all of a sudden it would hit me like oh this isn't right yeah i would think uh, like under three dates for me like Mm -hmm. first three dates that's new york oh i could yeah 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 at least the potential Um, you're like i'm not making it past three unless there's at least the chance in my brain yeah yeah i mean if you can be with somebody and have a connection it usually takes a few few like two hour plus evenings and maybe a sleepover <laughs> you can figure <laughs> maybe, it out <laughs> maybe <laughs> you know <laughs> no judgment i agree <laughs> uh, 
What would you say uh, was the best piece of dating advice that you've ever received? Well, uh, you know, and I will mangle it a little bit, but I do remember my dad telling me about, I believe it was a Sandy Koufax book where he was out with another player who had a relationship, uh, I think a wife at this time. And uh, he was envious of it, of the relationship. And he asked the guy like, how, you know, how did that happen for you? And he was like, well, where are you meeting people? And he's like, in the bars after games, you know? Yeah. And I'm a player. And, where else, and, where else yeah. would I be? And I guess it just sort of hit me like at a certain point where I was like, well, I'm, I'm older now, but I'm still meeting people the way I was 10 years ago. Mm. And those people aren't ready because those people are younger and they're still kind of in party zone or, you know, not newer to the sure. city even. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why I think online dating helped me or getting set up um, was a better avenue for me. But I just remember that mentality of like, you know, cause as a comedian that was single, you're like on the lookout after shows, but then all mm -hmm. of a sudden you realize like, well, that's probably not my dating pool anymore. Yeah. Or after it just doesn't work out enough times, you're like, all right, yeah. maybe we could try a different <laughs> method, you know? And yeah. same thing of just, yeah. I kept meeting, meeting girls at bars. Uh, it could be the same yeah. thing of like, shit, if you kept meeting people at church and it kept not working out, you're just like, yeah, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Maybe I'll try a different venue, you know? Yeah. Or, or same bar, different time of day. That's another one. Yeah. Hit the happy sure. hour crowd, you know? Cause for a long time things were happening organically, but then, you know, it's sort of, dried up to this place where it was like, no, I'm not meeting someone that I can go the distance with. That's a, that's a mature realization to have. Yeah. A lot of men hold on to that young, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> young, hot in the bar gal. You know what I mean? It's like, um, oh, I forget what musician it was said like, man, I didn't realize I was getting old to like, I kept doing my shows and performing and I look in the crowd and I was like, wow, these people look old. And it's like, cause young. I'm old, like you got old yeah. too, but you were just so used oh, to always yeah, yeah, seeing yeah, yeah, young yeah. women specifically right, in right, the crowd. Right. And then it was like, right. why are these 40 year old women coming to my shows? It's like, that's who your fans are. Your fans are not yeah. young anymore. You don't have these hot young fans anymore. Like people age. It's what it yep. is. Yeah. Situation. Um, what would you say was one of your best openers that you would usually use when you were online dating a lot? What, what ended up working for me for the love of my life was oh, really what are you looking for you that know? was your opening line you hit the point it was your so. opening line wow good for you it was definitely in the in the front end yeah i um i recently outsourced my hinge i have a friend doing it for me oh, uh, interesting. because she has always gotten into relationships online and i never okay. have so i kind of was like even doing this show all that stuff i was like you're doing something on hinge or whatever uh -huh. that i'm not doing and it's, first of all, very funny and interesting to like go through the messages and see your friend, how yeah. they kind of spit game, right? Sure. But she was throwing kind of serious questions out the gate. And I just was mm -hmm. like, oh, damn, like she doesn't live in New York. So I kind of was like, I don't know. But mm. it's been very telling that there's many men that are answering these questions, not even like flinching about it. Like one of her first mm -hmm. questions was something of just like, like, what are your goals? Yeah. Like, what are your goals in the next five years? Sure. Like. And a lot of times I think an easy thing being in any city uh, is very like, oh, do you see yourself staying in New York indefinitely? And that's something mm -hmm. I found uh, as I've gotten older and dated like guys that were a little older. They a lot of times are at this point where they're like, yeah, I don't think I'm here forever of, you know, I do want marriage, kids. Yeah. yeah. And when that's coming, I think move out of the city, have a house or even just yeah. a bigger apartment. And it's very yeah. telling of like, okay, it started to be on their mind, like, yeah, uh, situation. Sure. But there's so many guys. Uh, I have a picture of me doing comedy. I don't write comedy for my job because right. it always would come up, and I like it makes me hate opening the conversation because so many people are just like, yeah. well, for a comedian that wasn't very funny. I'm like, okay, well, this is the info I know. How's being six right. two a Jewish? Like, I'm like, <laughs> what do you want me to? Say? You want me to roast you? Like I could roast yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna like it because I'm good at it. So like, uh. I just uh, I want to just mention that I think one of the reasons why my lead question worked with Lee was that she liked she 
did the first liking. Oh, uh, okay. So it was like, there's your, that All was right. her opening. And then my opening was, so I knew she was interested. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if you were going to do it that way, it might be too aggressive to just go right into that. Mm. Did you watch Ted Lasso? I did. Loved it. Well, it, there's the app there where like, you don't see a blind one. People. Yeah. Yeah. And you get into real stuff and, you know, not to little spoiler, but the people that we follow on that are a good match mm-hmm. when they finally do see you, see each other. Yeah. And that's kind of the thing of my friend doing it. I, I basically was going in blind of, I made a, I use this Calendly, a Calendly app. I'm saying it wrong. Probably of, it just shows your availability that you could click and book stuff that oh. I gave her only her the link. And so it showed what nights I was free. And I basically was like, book my free nights with dates. Like, wow, do it. And I was like giving full trust. And I'm not going to lie. Handful of matches. I was like, eh. eh. But it, I was yeah. like, but I'm going through her eyes, which is right. someone who's really looking for what they think would be a good match for you or more right. of the conversation than appearance. Right. So it kind of was like, you know, you wanted to outsource it, Erica? Like, let go of the control. She's making it easy. I you just got to we- show up. Now that we're talking about it, I think I do remember one app being like you could called. refer someone to to somebody else, yeah. you know, but there's got to be something that could be worked out that is like that. I mean, first of all, you would you would need someone that's very committed in your life. Oh, yeah. Well, there are <laughs> people you can on. pay uh, that run a yeah. whole business of they do apps sure. for you. And it's sure just like what I outsourced to my friends. So I kind of was like, hey, girl, if this is yeah. successful. I got this podcast. I can start giving you customers. Like Right. You right. know, like you always get a relationship out of it. I don't. So work yeah. whatever magic you got to work, you know? Yeah. And, and it's interesting sh- too. I always remember this story. It's similarly in the entertainment world where there was this, this um, comedian talk show host. I don't want to mention the name, but um, he was very hot mm. from what he was doing and was going to a lot of meetings, but didn't want his agent to come to the meetings with them. And he was bombing them all. He wasn't getting oh. any of the things that they were up for. And finally, the agent was like, let me go with you to see what is happening. And it was a very funny person that was going in and saying like all the wrong things for funny. They were just like not being funny and just being like, I, I you know, I see myself doing Shakespeare and like all this stuff that oh, they, the people were like, that's not why you're in this meeting, right. you know? So it, there is something like that to, 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 that people could do where it's just like, Hey, take a look at what I'm doing here mm-hmm. <laughs> and tell me if I'm doing something that's just so wrong. You know, oh, that's yeah. why, that's why we love watching dating shows. Cause oh, you yeah. see like, Oh my God. I remember watching this dating sh- show where the woman I had seen on J date and stuff like oh. that. I remember seeing her and just, and I remember just, they had set her up with two guys, one that was a little frumpy and a little like not glittery and shiny yeah. and uh, but was like really into her and like uh, would have been a good match. Mm-hmm. And she was all over this like hunky, yep. like dopey guy that would just sort of be with her because she was rich. And she, that's what she went with. And it was like, okay, you, sometimes we can't see what yeah. we're doing. No, not we at all. How to, we don't know how other people see us either, which is a hard thing. It, it would be the same thing as, of. yeah, it would be the same thing as if you were filmed during a job interview, cause you don't see yeah. the perspective of seeing what your face looks like. And yeah. then if you watched it back and we're like, wow, I don't seem very friendly. Yeah. Like I don't seem very warm or approachable or whatever it is. Or, um, I did an interview with a recruiter once and then she gave me a note of she goes, you need to put your hair up when you do job interviews. She said, cause you tend to touch your hair and play with your hair. And uh, it was such uh. a small thing that was like, I don't know that. Yeah. I have no idea that that was like a tick of mine. And it's That's interesting. And, um, and I don't know why I thought about this recently. Just the other day, I remember thinking about like all the jobs that I applied for that weren't comedy. I got, and then any like comedy jobs that I've tried to get, I was like, oh, I was so nervous for yeah. and not myself for those. Whereas those other, the other jobs is like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is just a paycheck. So yeah. Hire me or don't. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to say Matthew Hussey does have a show I watched on Netflix. And he did have dates where the girls went on and they filmed them. And he would watch them back with them. And it reminded me of having to watch game tape in front of everybody. And it's the same thing. You're like, <laughs> I played great that game. And then you see the tape, you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like You're like, I'm clearly making yeah. the wrong move, making the wrong decision. Like, And it's just so clear from a bird's eye view, just not when you're in it. Because again, nerves, yeah. always a big thing. Uh, and like one big thing he pointed out that a lot of women do, this girl was laughing a lot because she would be mm. nervous. And hilarious about that, he stopped it stop the tape and just goes is this guy really that funny <laughs> literally he goes what what is he a stand-up comedian and i was dying like oh my god yeah but it's such a that's a nervous tick for a lot of people too sure yeah so that is all the questions i have for you today all right. thank you so much for coming on this has been awesome i appreciate it thanks for having me yeah and everybody make sure uh you follow john at jd fish follow john at jd fish uh check out his special he's uploading clips i'm gonna share some clips to the shooters page make sure you guys check him out he's very very funny Thanks. and he plays all over new york city so if you're ever in new york city uh he's always at the comedy cellar new york comedy club all around town look at his instagram see where he is definitely go see a show that john's on i love working with john he's the best so uh thank you guys for listening and if you want to stay tuned for a patreon preview that is up next so follow us at shooters gotta shoot pod follow john at jd fish and I'm at Sparica with two A's, and we'll see y'all next week. I outsourced my hinge to my friend Anderson uh, because she always meets people through online, and I just was like, I don't know what you're doing on online dating that I'm not doing, but do you want to do my hinge for me now that you have a boyfriend again? You want to help your girl out with whatever questions and stuff that you do because whatever i'm doing is not working right and all of a sudden i get a notification on my watch and it says well i can't say his name but you guys know his nickname it says eggs benedict liked you on hinge and i was like excuse me like i just saw the first name and i was like that better that better not be who i think it is i opened my app immediately because i was like Hold up. Did my girl Anderson just like my ex on Hinge? Because that is kind of mortifying. And I didn't really think it through of sending her a photo of what my ex looked like. Right. Uh, But no, he liked me and not by accident with a comment. If you want to hear the rest of this episode, join our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash shooters got to shoot. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Shooters Gotta Shoot. We have almost 100 extra episodes. Really get the behind the scenes of the show. Uh, Come join us for five bucks a month.